Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. Have you ever seen a horse who could talk? With your host, Louisa Barton, who really wants to be a famous rider. She really loves to ride fast. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Truth is, I have horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit on the bit, Louisa Barton. Enjoy the show. Larson Farms is our TV broadcast sponsor. Mr. Richard Larson, a man of great integrity, cares about every single bale of hay and about taking care of his customers. He also has a huge heart for those genuinely in need. Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Talk show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Welcome to the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. And thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton. I'm not in the studio this week. Uh, we've actually had a, a number of little incidents uh, with people being unwell. Uh, and also, um, unfortunately, one of our interns was in a car accident. We're praying for very fast recovery for Kylie. Uh, fast recovery for Gigi's symptoms and Pete, uh, Dancing Pete is on the mend. But rather than have everybody in the studio uh, risking any kind of spread of infection, we decided this week we would run a very special pre-recorded show for you. And uh, we have some great interviews with Dr. Adam Kayot from Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care, as always. Uh, we also have the pleasure of Aaron Vale at the farm, uh, episode two. We've already aired episode one. And he did a phenomenal job of uh, showing us all that goes on that's part of him training, his family, his wife, his daughter, and why he is the best show jumper that the USA has ever produced and everything he does at home to, uh, to get there. So that's fantastic. We also are going to rerun an episode that we ran July 4th in case you were very busy um, with fireworks and entertaining and you missed it. And that is the wonderful Dr. Esther Brummond. She is a dog chiropractor uh, and she has done a phenomenal job with my dog Aslan and helping him to heal. So since most horse people have a dog, uh, we're gonna share that with you in the second part of the show presented by Palm Chevrolet. And we also have Dr. Rulan in that second half as well um, from the Equine Performance and Innovative Center. So it's going to be a great lineup for you, even though we're not actually live in the studio this week. Uh, but you're still going to enjoy the show. Uh, the best in equine edutainment, of course. A few shout outs first, though. Uh, I want to mention the Hobby Horse Equestrian Games presented by AgPro this year. We have some great partners, including Larson Farms uh, and Pat Myers Electric, the Ocala Polo Club, of course, the Horse Talk Show, us. Uh, Equus Television, Loco Graphics, and a number of other organizations that are going to be involved, including the Florida Horse Park. Uh, this event's going to happen on October 21st, and we are thrilled to have the Florida Mounted helping us put this event together so that we can have a phenomenal uh, horse breed parade as well. And I just want to thank the Florida Mounted for this beautiful um, plaque that they 
they actually made me tear up at the Florida Mounted Extravaganza as they awarded this to the Horse Talk Show for supporting their event and helping to publicize it. They did such a phenomenal job and uh, Dane and Tammy and all the rest of the crew that was in, were involved with this wonderful event showcased these breeds, did amazing demos. People absolutely had a wonderful time. And they fundraised for two fantastic 501c3 organizations, uh, Spirit Equine Therapy and Open Hands Animal Rescue. So uh, we love these guys. I love this plaque. They made my whole weekend and they certainly made me, uh, me tear up. So thank you very much for that. And look out for the Florida Mounted at the Hobby Horse Equestrian Games presented by AgPro. That, of course, is part of the equine initiative at the CEP, which is presented by Piranha, another amazing company that we're so very grateful for here in the horse capital. And uh, Piranha will be having their golf tournament again on November 3rd. If you can sponsor or get involved, put a team together, I think that would be phenomenal. We love Piranha and everything they do. And the tournament, uh, the, the golf tournament, is actually to help three other 501c3s that we love uh, and that do such phenomenal work, canines for warriors, gentle carousel miniature therapy horses, and also the Florida Youth Ranch, all doing great work uh, for our community, uh, seniors, adults, children, uh, disabled, people who have terminal illness, and even gentle carousel visitors uh, visit our schools, of course, during the school year, which we're about to launch. And so shout out to them. Of course, they have the very famous Magic, the only living uh, most heroic animal in the history of the world, who is also a briar and Magic will be one of the many horses visiting uh, the schools this year. And of course, Magic is an OPD officer as well, uh, which we love. And uh, she's a phenomenal representation of everything we do in the horse capital. So we're so grateful for them. But while we're on the topic of briars, let me just um, jump on to this, which of course is the Flying Gangsters, who are currently in the Netherlands with Mary Phelps, the one and only Mary Phelps. Uh, and she actually gave me the first briar that came out uh, in 2020, the year that these uh, ponies of hers became a briar. And she is representing the USA for us in the Netherlands. So uh, let's be praying and cheering her on and hoping that she does really well. We're very excited for her. It's a huge accomplishment. So shout out for uh, Mary Phelps. Um, so those are the kind of events coming up that are very important. Of course, our August 17th equine initiative meeting at the chamber uh, is going to be indoors because it's August and it's terribly, terribly hot. Uh, and we will have Pat Myers from Pat Myers Electric talking about barn hazards. He was with us for the show last week and he did a fantastic job really showcasing all the things that you need to be aware of uh, in your barn to keep your horses safe to prevent barn fires. So he'll be with us August 17th for that. Uh, and he'll be providing the refreshments for that meeting, which will be at two o'clock at the CEP. And if you are a CEP partner, you can register online at ocalacep.com. If you're not a CEP partner and you would like to attend as a guest, you can reach out to me, Louisa at ocalacep.com. Uh, mention for the Walk of Champions. Uh, we're very excited that the plaques are underway for the first placement for the thoroughbred horses. The VCB and the City of Ocala and the CEP are all working together for that. 
We do still have some bricks available if you would like to purchase a brick for a pasture pet you love or even if you'd like to buy one for an equine related business, a veterinarian, a tax store or something like that. Uh, we would absolutely love to hear from you. Those are $150 for those bricks and they do help to fundraise for those that can't afford plaques so that we can celebrate Florida connected horses that have done great things. So we're thrilled uh, to have that available. And if you're looking out for a Christmas present for somebody, I know we're in August, but you know how fast Christmas comes up. So uh, let us know. Again, Louisa at OcalaCEP.com if you would like to uh, order one of these bricks or if you'd like to inquire about the requirements to have one of the two by three bronze plaques in the sidewalk. So we're excited about this and we'll be keeping you informed on when those very first 12 plaques go into the ground so we can have a ribbon cutting and celebrate. Love that. So lastly, don't forget about the Hobby Horse Equestrian Games presented by AgPro. This is October 21st. We've extended it 10 to 6 p.m. We're going to have a fantastic um, singing of the national anthem with the colors. The Florida Mounted are helping us with that. We're going to have a parade of about 60 or so horses, which is fantastic. You get to see all the different breeds that are here in the Marion County area and beyond. And then, of course, the Hobby Horse Equestrian Games themselves, which means that you, whether you're an adult or a child, can actually try out a number of different horse sports from the safety of your stick horse. And the very exciting part of all of this is that if you'd like to create a stick horse with your logo that represents you, you can provide it for some of the kids and adults to ride, or you can ride it yourself. And then at the end of the day, we're gonna have a competition for the best stick horse and you know you want to win. So put your logo all over it. I even said to Pat Myers, you know the mane could be electrical wire because you know they do electrical work. So next week we should have a very exciting time because we are really gonna have Candy G here in the studio and we're also gonna have Stephen from JNS Pressure Washing and he's gonna answer all the questions you ever wondered about horses. So it should be a lot of fun. Stay with us for Dr. Adam Kayot coming up next. We really hope you enjoy the show and we're really hoping and praying everybody on our team is all well and back by next week. This portion of the show is presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. And our TV broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Supporting sponsors are DAC Vitamins and Minerals, Seminole Feed Stores, Lip Chip LLC, Piranha, Florida HVAC Services, Crystal Cryo, Ocala Dog Ranch, and The Drinking Post. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. With over 70 years of collective experience in the horse industry, Lipchip was built with integrity by horsemen for horsemen. Introducing the ChipLink system, powered by Lipchip, where a 15-digit unique ID becomes a key to unlock not only identity, but also health paperwork, owner information, and even photos of each horse. So simple, even a child can do it. The future is here. 
The future is lip chip. the bluegrass. Step into the Elwood Hotel and Suites, situated in the heart of Lexington. Elwood is a unique yet familiar place, your home base to explore. Minutes from the University of Kentucky and the best distilleries on the Bourbon Trail. Only a short drive from horse country and from the iconic Keeneland racetrack. Full of warm, natural light, Elwood rooms are inviting, a space to retreat, rewind and relax from spacious rooms to extended stay suites each room is unique just like you don't miss a beat in your fitness routine either and your fairy friend is welcome too elwood has cozy beds yummy treats and snuggles too elwood is more than a landing place it's a tribute to a contemporary southern lifestyle a delicious place to refuel and to launch your Lexington adventure. Book your stay at theelwoodhotel.com and like them on Facebook now. Settle in at Elwood and begin generating memories in the heart of the bluegrass. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Join us for the Hobby Horse Equestrian Games presented by Ag Pro Companies of Ocala. October the 21st at the Florida Horse Park. Enjoy the parade of horse breeds, take a free hay ride, and learn horse sports by competing from the safety of a stick horse. Win ribbons and prizes in barrel racing, show jumping, calf roping, racing, polo, plus food trucks and a vendor village. Don't forget to horse around with us on October the 21st, 10 to 4 p.m. at the Florida Horse Park. Free admission for all ages. This event is part of the CEP's Equine Initiative presented by Piranha. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's Equine Studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show and Equus Television here at Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care, chatting to our regular weekly vet in person. I have Dr. Adam Kayot here, and we're going to talk a little bit about horses' eyes. Ugh. First of all, Dr. Kayot, they stick out. Yeah, they stick out. That's right. Uh, thus, they're prone to injury. Yes. 
Uh, when I when I got into this profession, I never thought in a million years I'd see as many eye problems as I have. Um, I was lucky, I guess, with my horses. I don't ever recall there being an eye problem. I don't ever recall having a corneal ulcer or anything like that. Um, so, but I was lucky, obviously. Um, I see probably an eye issue at least once a week, at least. And it can be as minor as just some conjunctivitis or some irritation, especially down here in Florida with the sand. They get down, they roll in the sand, and they get, you know, they're, 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 the eyelids and the area around their eye gets, gets inflamed and, and upset from that to, you know, a punctured eye, you know, things that are bad. Um, punctured eye, stromal abscesses where they have an actually abscess in the, in the interior of the eye. Um, sudden blindness, uh, it, it's, it's amazing um, how many problems horses can have with their eyes. Uh, there can be, it, it can, eye, eye issues can manifest themselves from actual physical trauma, probably the most common, to metabolic issues that, that the horse deals with, to genetic issues that the horse deals with. Um, they can all manifest themselves in different things that we see with problems with the eyes. If you see your horse, holding its eye closed, not holding it open. It is not winking at it you. It is not winking <laughs> and it is an issue. It needs to be seen by a veterinarian probably within the next 24 hours. It's not necessarily an emergency, obviously, unless there's a stick sticking in it or something like that, or it looks particularly bad. Um, but you, uh, eye issues can go to heck in a handbasket. Hand so, um, you need to be seen, you need to get on top of it. The sooner you get on top of it, the better um, better your, your chances of a good outcome. Now is your, is your first recommended step is maybe a good clean cloth and wipe it and first of all to see what's going on? If you can, yeah, I mean some of them can be cooperate. Very, yeah, some of them can be very painful and they won't let you touch their eye uh, and then obviously you know something bad is going on. But certainly if you can clean the area with a, with a wet washcloth or whatever and use some, you know, uh, eye wash solution that you might even have at home and try to um, get a better idea of what's going on so that you can tell your veterinarian, hey, this is what I see, that all that information is useful. And so certainly if, if you can do that, that's a great place to start. And usually when you, um, when you have an issue and you're trying to figure out what's going on, obviously you've got the veterinarian come. How does the veterinarian discover what it is, like whether it's an ulcer or not? Or well, we try to do as thorough exam as we can. Um, typically, you know, your your regular house, you know, farm call veterinarian is not an ophthalmologist, but we have enough in you know enough knowledge to say, hey. I don't know what this is, what's going on. I need to refer this to an ophthalmologist, but typically we can do a, a pretty thorough exam on the eye, even just with a bright light. I typically just use my cell phone light. Um, I don't necessarily have an ophthalmoscope, though some veterinarians may have an ophthalmoscope. If you do a good, a good physical exam or exam of the eye, um, just visually, number one, Number two, I t generally put a stain on the cornea, so that'll, that'll give you some indications. Are there some lesions there that you might not be able to see with the naked eye? And then you just kind of go from there. You take how painful is this horse. Um, a lot of things you can see. You can see cataracts. You can see stromal abscesses. You can see ulcers if you stain them. Um, certainly, and, and if, you, if the horse is just irritated and there's no stain uptake, then you say, okay, it's probably conjuncti conjunctivitis. Or 
um, if this tends to, if there's no swelling around the conjunctiva, then you think, um, is there some kind of other inflammation that's going on in the eye, um, like moon blindness or something like that? Um, so um, typically, um, um, we can we can gain a lot of information from doing just a just a general physical you know physical exam on the eye with the with the staining and, and that sort of thing. Probably ninety five percent of them I can treat at home um, with with meds that that uh, we we can provide from the truck. Eyes can be labor intensive. Um, typically, we end up having to treat these horses four to six times a day, and that goes through the night typically. So, um, if you have a bad issue and, and you need to put a catheter in the eye, those horses are being treated throughout the night. So, sleep for the owner can be at a premium. Yes. Um, and, and, and so, um, that's why I say, get on them early don't just eh, he'll be okay tomorrow that kind of thing um because uh, your chances are, are much better and and a better outcome if you jump on these things sooner rather than later now sometimes we unfortunately see one-eyed horses at what point would a horse need to lose its eye if there was a problem and what would cause that well i mean you it can be caused by trauma an ulcer that you just can't can't get you know I mean sometimes we lose the battle it doesn't matter um, an ulcer uh, a stromal abscess I mean I tell people at, when I get a stromal abscess which is an abscess in the stromal layer of the eye there's layers of the eye it's 50% chance that you save the vision and the eyeball right out the bat so that's the best percentage you have wow. um, so uh, if you can't control the pain, if you can't control the, the problem or get the problem better, then enucleation is, is a viable option. Horses uh, typically deal well with enucleation. Um, just because of their eyes, they can see, you know, fairly far over in front of them with the, with the good eye. Um, so, so that's that's good. I mean, it, it it is a bit of a cosmetic defect that people don't necessarily like, and I totally understand that. But it's better than um, a painful horse and and one that's truly suffering uh, when when you can help that out. And we've certainly seen very successful sport horses in all sports that have lost an eye and still been look at good old Patch who did so well in the racing world. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I mean, uh, the the only sport that I know of that can't compete with two eyes is polo. Um, polo horses need to have both their eyes. Um, but pretty much dressage, jumping, racing, um, I, I can't think reining. Any of those, any of those horses can do uh, uh, just fine with one eye and be very successful. So um, you know, it's not necessarily the end of any career or anything like that, unless you're a polo horse. Now this is a uh, beautiful place to be here in Ocala. We love Marion County, but we do have a lot of sand, and in the summer, and even sometimes in the winter, we have a lot of flies. So I'm sure that plays into us having maybe more eye problems than, for example, in England, I don't remember growing up having any eye problems. Yeah, Florida is a petri dish for possible <laughs> eye problems. So we have lots of flies which irritate the eyes and the horses then rub in their eyes. We also live in this subtropical climate where molds and fungus and things like that love to grow, which can get in the eyes and cause all kinds of problems. And then we have sand and, and, and that sort of thing. So certainly there are a lot of um, possible insults in this climate um, um, to eyes and that is probably 
part of the reason why we, uh, we, we see so many problems. But fungal issues are a big issue. Um, those are hard to control. Uh, they get a hold of an eye. Um, it's, it's very hard, very hard to get a control of those, to treat those, and, and, and get a positive outcome. Right, absolutely. And then the four to six times a day, that can be tough, but you, that's important, right? Absolutely. It is, it is important because, and it is hard, it's very hard to have compliance. So if, if you're an owner and you have somebody that can, that can help you, that's awesome. We do have places that take layups that, you know, you can pay somebody to do that, which, you that know. Might that might be the easy way. <laughs> that's, that's definitely a good option uh, for a lot of people and, and, and they're, they're thankful for that. But um, it's important to have those medications in at the proper, at the proper time times with the proper um, uh, wow. distance in between. Yeah. Got it. Thank you. Dr. Adam Kayot talking about eyes. It's definitely a horse problem. Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show. This portion of the show is presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. And our TV broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Supporting sponsors are DAC Vitamins and Minerals, Seminole Feed Stores, Lip Chip LLC, Piranha, Florida HVAC Services, Crystal Cryo, Ocala Dog Ranch, and The Drinking Post. Crystal Cryo offers cryo skin facials, cryo slimming and cryotoning all non-invasive with no skin damage no discomfort no recovery time and cryo offers a healthier alternative for anti-aging boost collagen and freeze fat cells check them out now at crystalcryo.net crystal cryo a beauty spa specializing in body contouring to enhance confidence with self-care one body at a time This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed-formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at (laughs) SeminoleFeed.com. Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care seeks to be a leading international veterinary practice that provides state-of-the-art veterinary care to their patients while fostering professional relationships with their clients that stand the test of time. For 24-7 and the best in equine care, check out Peterson and Smith at petersonsmith.com or like them on Facebook now for more information. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Thank you for joining us in this series at the farm with Aaron Vale, episode two. And the, the foundation's very important, like rushing them and not doing all of the... Yeah, I mean, the, you know, there's, there's a level of, you know, they need to, to see it. Um, you know, 
the kind of little slower you develop them, possibly the the better your horse you have for a longer period of time. You know, if you do a good job of it. Now, so far of the horses I've seen, you seem to have horses with nice personalities. That kind of important to you. You like that. Um, personality. Sure, you'd love them to have a nice personality, but uh, again, we. You do uh, get some feisty we, we, ones, we, right? We want them. We want them to be. <laughs> careful and not want to you know and ability and uh, you know you want them to be careful so they're scared to touch the fence but you want them brave enough that they want to jump it so you know you can look over some you know personality flaws if they've got those if they've got traits those talents, you know yeah makes sense nice when they're the whole package though exactly exactly <laughs> absolutely so you've been riding since you were you were born into, oh, I'd, into the, i was rode the day before I was born. So who are these going in now? Oh, my wife is on the first one there. That's yep, Mallory. That's Mallory, yep. This mm -hmm. is Sophia Ayers on the bay walking away from you. Mm -hmm. Over on the gray, Mallyclare Glancy. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is Nathan Griner here on the bay one. He used to uh, be the, the roadie for Buck Branneman. Oh, really? Um, traveled, traveled with Buck and was the organizer for years. And uh, he's recently moved to town and setting up shop to train horses. And I've got him. He comes and rides four for me every day right oh. now. Just kind of putting some of the some of the movement some feel into these horses for me he does a does a super job and, nice and know, he does it, that in western tax yeah yeah well that's yeah that's he, what he does yeah, that's what he does cool so that's a little different that's a yeah it's a different <laughs> different yeah, theme yeah, in we're, here uh, you know we're 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 multicultural here i like you know, that there. that's great he's uh you know really get some soft and turning and listening to the to the hand and leg cues real subtle so uh you know he, he's a he's a big asset to have us help with our horses yeah that's wonderful and how kinda, old is the one he's on that's an eight-year-old he's pretty big ability he's jumped some meter 45s at weck and had some nice results so that, that's florida man he's riding is his show name florida so, man florida man yeah they all come from europe with these silly names that all sound the same so if it's a younger horse that hasn't really competed or a whole lot or isn't a, a horse with a, a real record we usually try to find a, a fun name for them it's more fun than these you know all generic names where they all sound the same it's just true florida man that's good yeah this, this horse was named key de doms and um mr stewart changed his name to styles so styles we're uh we try to have some fun, fun names. Handsome, yeah, you are. So then, He's, your little girl Kenza, she rides too. Yeah, yeah, she. she uh, I just, young, I saw right? her just come out of the house, so she'll be getting on one and headed out here in a minute. That's good. And she's what seven? She is nine. Nine. No, nine. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it goes by fast. Doesn't it? Mm -hmm, and then mm -hmm. before you know it, you'll be a grandpa. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and she likes to jump. Oh, she loves to jump. Yeah, you might. If the camera's here in a minute, you'll you'll get some. Nice. That would be lovely. That would be lovely. So for Mallory, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what is the the life of the wife of Aaron Vale? Well, the, you know, the, we the, own the a bunch top, of horses. I think you're the top Grand Prix rider America's um, ever produced. So. Well, she uh, has a nice string of horses she shows. She's got uh, a nice horse that does the high amateurs and jumps some Grand Prix as well. And 
another couple that can jump the high amateurs, some young ones, and she's got the riding bug too. I mean, that's kind of part of the deal here. she was in it here. when you met, right? Yeah, yeah. You didn't drag her in kicking and squeezing. No, she huh? Nope, nope. She, you know, horse person's got to find a horse person. So <laughs> This is you, true. You know, so we're doing the same thing all day, you know, all day together. And, you know, it's nice that Kinzer enjoys it as well because, um, you know, if that's what we're doing, and better that Whole she... Whole family, yeah. it, It's better that she enjoys riding and and all that rather than having to take her off to soccer games or whatever she does do tennis and um some art and stuff like that so she's she's well-rounded but but her real focus is is Thanks the riding you know she really enjoys it which uh kind of makes dad proud and happy mm -hmm. <laughs> now is it hard to is it difficult to teach your own child do you have to sometimes um, you know with a little bit i mean that's you know that's part They're of why we do the teach, part right? of why we do the tennis <laughs> lessons so that she's receiving instruction you know mm -hmm. the, the riding she just kind of right now she's young enough we still kind of let her ride mm -hmm. you know we we not to say that we don't instruct but you know we we just kind of keep it fun and lighthearted and you know her own her own desire kind of creates her competitiveness and and whatnot so we're just kind of so she's up and coming yeah we've got some nice ponies for her you know they're not they're not throwing her in the dirt and all that stuff so it's it makes it fun for her <laughs> yeah I you know throwing in the dirt by ponies kids, is no i think fun. for for kids that's the, the you know main thing is to have nice horses for them nice horses or ponies so that it's fun and enjoyable and you know not not a dread to go out there and ride a pony that's gonna rub you off in the fence or something every day <laughs> this is true i had a few of those <laughs> yeah, so when i was a kid have had those you know <laughs> it teaches you it, well it teaches you how to fall off one yeah and it also teaches you you don't want to fall off <laughs> exactly <laughs> real exactly. fast you're like i'm gonna hang on mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah i've been over some jumps without some naughty ponies in my yeah. life so i have to say that part isn't any fun at all mm -hmm. so how many horses are on the farm altogether? oh we've got a few retirees and stuff but we have 35 stalls which are full to the gills with horses in training so we pretty much consistently stay at that level if we get down a couple i'm gonna buy a couple more to fill them right up you know <laughs> how do you choose where you buy horses um do you well, have certain sales you go to at certain times of the oh, year oh i've just you know i've got a few connections in europe that that i do business with and they try to find horses for me in in my budget um and you just you always have your eyes open you know the the hardest time to buy a horse is when you need one you know usually usually a, a you know at least someone like me who shops on a budget per se you know you kind of just have to be ready to buy one when the horse you see one you like and he's available and you can get it bought you know um i say i just ended up within the last month i wasn't interested or necessarily looking for a five-year-old but all of a sudden i i have three of them <laughs> the ability and the price and and everything all kind of matched and um so we we've got a, a nice group of five-year-olds all of a sudden nice but to uh, have them young ones but, coming yeah up. but I, I mean you know the the older they get and they're still showing promise and ability the more expensive they get and uh you know so if we're not if we're not buying young ones and trying to develop them you know we won't have replacements for um 
the ones that are jumping the Grand Prix now. So, so the goal is to is to buy them, train them up, compete on them, and then eventually. Yeah, I mean, resell. you know, we, we we do sell some horses. I mean, I like to compete. My wife likes to compete. My daughter likes to compete. You know, so our. So you got to have some uh, here. Our focus, <laughs> you know, I mean, we try to buy horses for us to develop to compete. You know, um, if they're not quite what we want or something, you know, hopefully we can 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 sell them you know and keep getting young ones to to develop so we have nice horses to show because um you know it's difficult to to go buy made horses that are jumping big classes again you know if they're doing that they they get to be a bit pricey join us next week for episode three in this series at the farm with aaron vale Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show! Have you ever heard of a horse that could talk? Listen to this! With your host, Louisa Barton! She's literally in love with every horse! Presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience! She's back in the saddle again! And now, here's your host! Pretty pretty! Louisa Barton! She's a Brit, she's got the gift of the gab, and her guests are fab! Louisa Barton here for the Horse Talk Show and Equus Television, and we've been featuring dogs a little bit lately in the Horse Talk Show, and it may not be the Dog Talk Show, but certainly we know everybody that has horses certainly seems to have dogs and have the same concerns I have as a dog owner. So we've been talking a little bit about Ocala Dog Ranch lately, and we now have a very special guest with us who's actually going to work on my dog, Aslan, and that is Dr. Esther Brummond, and I love the name of her clinic, Horse Country Clinic. And um, Dr. Esther, thank you so much for being with us and visiting Aslan. He, uh, he's had some issues lately with mostly a left rear leg. He's been uh, lame mostly from getting up out of the crate or up out of bed um, or when he's been lying down for a while. Uh, we did observe that his nails were too long, which is because mm -hmm. I struggled to get them done on my own. Uh, so I've been nipping away at those uh, as best I can with him to get them shorter, and I'm going to be continuing to work on that. Yeah. Uh, and been sitting him on the beamer to help relax him to do that, and then some bribery with some good treats. <laughs> Uh, so I'm going to kind of let you start explaining what you saw. Um, we don't know, of course, if it was his nails or not. He jumps off our porch um, high into the air <laughs> and lands on all four, so he could possibly have done something. But there were some things that you noticed right away. And mm -hmm. so if you can talk a little bit about his exam, and I know you probably want to talk a little bit about safety as well with um, any time you're handling dogs. Absolutely. So anytime we're handling dogs, safety is absolutely number one, as well as making sure that the dog is comfortable and everybody around him. So what we want to do just to make sure that I'm safe, you're safe, anyone that might be around is safe, is I'm going to have you as the handler mm -hmm. put the leash over your wrist like this. Mm -hmm. Hold on like that. Okay. Very good. If anything happens, yes. I've got control. Button. Yes. And then while I'm doing an exam, if you could just kind of hold behind the mandible mm -hmm. and the top of the occiput. You'll have so to tell me what mandible and so occiput are. So that is the jawline <laughs> and then the base of the skull. Okay. Perfect. So we're not trying to um, push in or choke him at all. All we're doing is sort of distracting. Holding his head. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So that he uh, can't move anywhere and he's safe and we're safe. 
So what we noticed the first time that we adjusted him um, was that his sacrum, so that's the bone between the two hip bones in the back, was rocked back, and that happens a lot um, in dogs, and we might see signs like difficulty standing up, difficulty jumping. Um, this can happen from all sorts of things, like exploding out the back deck and trying to find a squirrel, um, jumping on and off furniture, all sorts of different things. So we corrected that last time, and it sounds like to me from what we discussed um, just Miraculous. a few minutes ago that he has hasn't been having difficulty getting up since then, so that's really a wonderful thing. We also did notice a little bit of that um, sort of semicircle coming up in his um, low back last mm -hmm. time that already noticeably looks like it's been going down, and we discussed that sometimes that can happen from long nails or And running, that's something I really think people should know mm -hmm. um, about, because to me that was a significant thing. So I can relate this to horses as far as if you don't get your horse's hooves trimmed, if they're barefoot, or if you don't get their shoes done, uh, if they're wearing horseshoes, then it can affect their conformation, their ability. It it can even make them lame, it can cause all sorts of problems, it can certainly mean they don't compete or trail ride as well mm -hmm. as they would. So to compare a horse's hooves to uh, a dog's nails to me makes total sense Very how it comparable. can affect. Mm -hmm. And you know, I don't think ever in my life, in all the vets that I've ever, you know, met or talked to, small animal vets, I don't think anyone's really said that to me. And maybe because it's kind of obvious, but you know, I think it's a good thing for our listeners and viewers to be really aware of is how much long nails mm -hmm. that a dog is not designed to stand on his nails unless he's digging or going uphill. Exactly. And so when he tries, and I read that very interesting article yes. after talking to you because it made so much sense that a dog needs to stand on his paws not on his on his nails mm -hmm. and when he does how that affects his back and how it can make his back legs go under him mm -hmm. and hunch him up and you know certainly over years time and then into older more geriatric years that could be a significant Exactly. A really nice analogy as um, a person to think about how it feels for the animal is it feels like they're on ice skates. So they can't really grip, they're kind of flying around and imagine being on ice skates. Your muscles are going crazy trying to stabilize and figure out what's going on. Right. And like you were saying as well, this is not an uncommon thing to happen. As owners, we care about our dogs, we love them, and a lot of people get nervous about trimming nails. Yeah. And what do we want to do? Because the dogs get anxious, exactly. so we get anxious. We right? want to protect everybody, so we just say, oh, it's not a big deal. And it's one of those things that it seems really benign, but it creeps up on you, so it's a really important you thing. You also don't realize if you're very busy how long it is since you've done it. Exactly. Which is really easy to slip away from you the time, and then you go, when did I last do it? You know, and then, yeah, so that can happen. Exactly. So we're going to go ahead and um, adjust Aslan. A lot of what we do is just kind of check gait, look at overall confirmation, see how he's moving. And then um, our final step would be motion palpation. And this is where I go through. And I'm doing a combination of challenging the joint and also seeing where the joint is structurally. And then uh, through this entire process, putting together all of these signs, I determine how I need to adjust and I go ahead and I put the impulse in. So what we're doing on the animals is a very um, quick, low force adjustment. We call it HVLA, high velocity, low amplitude. And this is the most comfortable 
um, adjustment for people and animals. It's also been proven to be um, the most effective in re-stimulating these tiny muscles, which impact the nervous system and allow the dog to once again know where his body is in space and be able to restore proper gait. Wonderful. So we'll just go ahead. Good boy. Good boy. Yeah. Oh, it's much better already. <laughs> much better than last time. So I'm just going to go on the side. You can go ahead and lie down. Yeah, you're okay. Good boy. So you're adjusting him right there. Yep, so I'm going to adjust his sacrum, which was what we had found last time. It's amazing how much better he is. I'm really um, And really good signs impressed. that the um, adjustment is working is looking for looking and chewing, looking and chewing, full body shakes, yawning, things like that. Now, when you adjust these, generally, do they stay kind of for a certain period of time, or does it depend on how active the dog is? It really depends on the animal. Because um, they obviously stayed quite well last time. Yes, usually the, the wonderful thing about animals versus people is they usually hold the adjustment longer. And um, I think a large part of it, it seems to be that um, you know, animals don't have the same emotional biases that people have, <laughs> so they don't really know what's going on. They just respond to the adjustment, and they know that they feel better. They don't know why they feel better, and that seems to do better for them. <laughs> so the other thing um, to think about with chiropractic is um, there are so many dog breeds that have been man-made, mm -hmm. and so the structure of the animal is not the way that it maybe was naturally intended to be. Mm -hmm. So when we have a lot of dogs, for example, like the French Bulldog. Mm, I had one of those. <laughs> I know about all those problems. Bulldogs. <laughs> yes, they are. But, um, you know, they have a lot of... Um, Man-made issues. Exactly. <laughs> and so it's really important to also consider um, what type of dog you have and if they might need more care mm -hmm. than a, I don't want to say, for lack of a better term, naturally you turn dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So can you feel where it feels like he's out when you do that? Yes. Mm. So usually it takes some time to develop a feel and then develop a thrust. So each chiropractor has a unique thrust mm -hmm. and they've determined it takes about two years to develop the proper thrust. Really? Um, so that's an interesting to do. Yes, it is. <laughs> so I'm gonna go ahead and adjust this humerus. So what I'm gonna have you do mm -hmm. is just continue holding like that mm -hmm. and just tip your head away just in case it's uncomfortable for him. Mm -hmm. Good boy, good boy. Yeah. Good boy. Good boy. There you go. Good boy. Good boy. Yeah, you're such a good patient. Dr. Esther Brumman, thank you so much. Uh, we're going to keep you up to date on uh, Aslan's progress with this, and um, we definitely like you to check out Horse Country Clinic um, and, uh, and, and meet Dr. Esther and see how she can help you. And I'm starting to think that we should be able to pant like him, so I didn't sweat so much. <laughs> Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show and Equus Television. <laughs> Thank you to the presenting sponsor of this portion of the Horse Talk Show, Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to our TV broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, Nirvana Medical Spa, TT Distributors, Summit Joint Performance, 
Equigreen, Midnight Rose Equestrian, the Florida Horse Park, Horse Farms Forever, and the Equine Performance and Innovative Center. Having an air conditioner that works well in Florida is a must. Experience peace of mind by working with Florida HVAC Services, a family-owned and operated company taking pride in always putting their customers first. Providing air conditioner repair, installation and maintenance services on all makes and models. For those suffering from allergies or asthma, air quality testing is recommended and hospital-grade air filters are available. Ask about a pure air filtration system today. Check them out at flhvacservices.com or like them on Facebook. Florida HVAC Services, serving all of North Central Florida with honesty, integrity, and the highest value of workmanship. And that's 100% guaranteed. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and service hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed-formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. My name is Dr. Natalie Solomon. I formulated Equigreen with cutting-edge science and technology alongside the passion that is represented by a lifelong love of horses. I created a product that I would trust for my horses because they deserve nothing but the best for their bodies. Horses rely on us to take care of them, to love them, to respect them. This is how Equigreen came to life. Equigreen, CBD for your horse that you can trust. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show, Equus Television, and the CEP's Equine Initiative here at the extremely beautiful farm, Hennessy Arabians, visiting with the general manager, George Z. George, thanks for having us. Absolutely. My I'm, pleasure. I'm ashamed of myself that this is my first visit here. Well, so there's a way to improve, right? <laughs> Regular come visits. Ca- come again. Come again. <laughs> Regular visits yeah, would be lovely. Yeah, yeah. This is amazing. We've got mares and babies out here running around and just a, an incredible facility. Tell us a little background on this horse heaven. I know that, that Frank's uh, realization of the dream was to have a 
a horse heaven here, which yes. it really is. Yes, that started 16 years ago, actually. And, and you know, I met Frank. Uh, I was consulting to the group of investors, and Frank was one of them to uh, investing in Arabian horses. And uh, we kind of bonded, you know, and, and then he said, well, I'm sick and tired of having horses all over the country with the trainers and stuff. And he said, I would like to have my own farm. And then first we were looking in California. I was wor working at that time in Seattle, Washington. But then uh, he d decided that it's going to be Florida. They uh, used to have a condo in Boca Grande. So there was like, you know, we're yeah, going to move. Yeah, yeah. Gonna move from Detroit. And so 16 years ago, he bought the place and um, I was hired first to just make it workable for Arabian breeding farm. And that took me like first phase three months. And then he asked me if I would like to run this operation. And I said, no. <laughs> uh, because uh, uh, I, you know, it was, I think it was May. And everybody told me that I'm not going to survive Florida summer. So he said... Everybody well, told me that when yeah. I moved here from yeah. England too. And the first summer, I have to say, I'm... Uh, first the year was... Touch yeah, it, was, it was tough. <laughs> so, you know, so I said, okay. And he said, so how long do you need to make up your mind? And I said, plus, I never work with you. Maybe I won't like you and you won't like me, right? So anyway, so, so he said, I said, give me a month, month of June. And then he called me after a month and, and he said, well, what do you thing and I said okay and the rest of it was history right so and your background you're from Poland I'm from Poland I was born in Poland many 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 years ago and uh, and I um, uh, actually I started riding and working with horses when I was 13 years old okay and uh, so when I graduated from high school all I wanted to do is ride horses uh, I was I thought that I would love to be a trainer, but my parents said, absolutely no, you have to have a formal education. <laughs> so I went to university for five years and actually I'm um, physiologist and biochemist, but I never worked one day in my profession. When I uh, graduated from a university, it was in Krakow, um, you know, I uh, called my parents and I said, here you, here you have it, my diploma, but I'm going to work with horses. So, and you had a backup plan. So yeah, I have a backup plan. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> that sounds very thing, boring compared yeah, to yeah, horses, yeah, but yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so and I came to the United States in 1981 as an exchange, um, it, not student, it was for you know people that graduated from um, universities and colleges, and, and, and then I stayed. So I, all my life, I was basically starting farms for people. I started a farm in Washington for uh, uh, Nordstrom family. I, you know, I work actually for some celebrities. Mm. I worked for uh, Mike Nichols and Diane Sawyer, you know, and, uh, and started another couple of farms. And then in 2006, I came here to start this farm. And as you can see, I stayed. Yes. Yeah. You must like it. Yes. Uh, the, like I said, first year was rough, but uh, but right now I love it. I love it. Yeah, the first Probably like you. Yes, it yeah. was hard the first time. Yeah, I thought I was going to die. Yeah, me how. too. But I got to run inside uh, yeah, again. But I, but I didn't die, so. No, we survived. And yeah. actually, you do get used to it. Yes. And you then really when do. I go to Washington, uh, because my family's still there, uh, I, uh, I, uh, I freeze. 
Yeah. You know, I, said, I know. Oh my I God, get cold so now cold. too. You like know, never yeah. in yeah. my life. I yeah. Know, yeah. And now you like this. So, so as far as breeding goes, uh, the the goal is to be the finest Arabian breeding facility in the world. Obviously, and and you guys have. M- made huge accomplishments in the Arabian world. Share a little bit with us on that background. Uh, you know, the, the uh, we are breeding for, we want to breed the top quality show horses. Of course, we produce as kind of a byproduct horses that they're pleasure horses to ride, to just enjoy because they're not good enough to be top winning horses in the world. And But our goal is to produce horses for halter arena which is confirmation class right you judge a confirmation and then also for english pleasure you know high stepping horses we produce some hunters we produce some western pleasure horses by the way right now the most winning western pleasure horse in the united states his name is h verdict h was bred by us so this is the number one Western horse right now in the United States. And, uh, and he's the one getting the plaque, correct? Yes, that's correct. <laughs> and then, and then um, also we show um, in our own region, which is region 12, which is the biggest in the United States, which is uh, Florida, Georgia, both Carolinas, Tennessee and part of Alabama. And, uh, and the, uh, uh, we were uh, uh, named a breeder of distinction for five years uh, it means that our horses not necessarily owned by us but bred by us are the most winning horses in this region so so yeah we have several national champions and you know yeah it's good it's some good. good claims to fame yeah yeah that's 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 good it's good yeah so but you know it's a, I'm international judge so I judge all over the world basically there's I mean there's a and there's no many places I haven't been but uh, uh, but you know this because I judge so much uh, that gives me a chance to see so many other horses and I can use this knowledge and bring it home and you know repeat certain crosses learn about pedigrees and you know what horses can or they cannot produce and you know that's that's my job so and that's your knowledge, obviously, that you've built up from years and years of experience. Yeah, I mean, just, you cannot learn it from any books, you know, you have to just experience it. Yeah. yeah. So bucket list uh, hopes for the future. Obviously, you've already achieved great things. Yeah, I want more national champions. More national champions. Yes. Yeah. More bronze plaques yeah, downtown. Yeah, 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 more national champions. <laughs> That's it. And, uh, and maybe like a world champion would be also nice. And It would. Yeah. yeah and uh, yeah some big shows in Middle East or, you know, we've done very well. We, uh, we showed horses that they were sold from us. And uh, uh, one uh, filly that we sold to uh, Middle East was the uh, Saudi Arabia Junior National Champion. So we already have some achievements and um, outside of the United States. So. And tell us a little bit, um, you talked about breeding with the saddlebreds and that is, is quite popular? Yes, it's like, you know, the, for the English pleasure division, so what we want to, to accomplish is we breed 
the most successful successful way of breeding is breed uh, saddlebred mare to Arabian to an Arabian stallion. But you can reverse it also. You can breed Arabian mare to a saddlebred stallion. But more winners are from the cross between saddlebred mare and Arabian stallion. And what it is is like you know they compete in the uh, English Pleasure Park Horse Division, and uh, that's very very popular. Uh, uh, and uh, they are quite expensive, you know, for a good uh, half Arabian horse. It's not unusual to pay a hundred thousand dollars, you know. Wow. They, they on that thought, hold that thought. Yeah. We've got to wrap up this segment with George Z, but we have another one with him, so stay with us. <laughs> Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show. Thank you to the presenting sponsor of this portion of the Horse Talk Show, Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to our TV broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, Nirvana Medical Spa, TT Distributors, Summit Joint Performance, Equigreen, Midnight Rose Equestrian, the Florida Horse Park, Horse Farms Forever, and the Equine Performance and Innovative Center. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and service hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. The Equine Performance and Innovative Center, situated on 30 pristine acres in the horse capital of the world, is one of the finest and most complete conditioning and rehab centers for equines and canines in the nation, including an equine hyperbaric chamber, aqua pacer, water treadmill, cold water leg spa, equine swimming pool, Eurosizer, and more. Epic equine veterinarians specializing in rehab and conditioning. For more information, go to epcrehab.com or find them on social media. This show is brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers a largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. Reboot Self-Care Center in Ocala is the future of integrative healthcare, utilizing natural self-care protocols and the finest in modern technology. Instead of treating you, we are teaching you. Learn how to combat threats to your own health and protect your family. For weight control, performance enhancement, anti-aging, self-detoxing, or preparing for pregnancy, Reboot Self-Care will teach you how to improve your own health. Like us on Facebook now and find us on the web at RebootSelfCare.com. Join us for the hobby 
Three Horse Equestrian Games, presented by Ag Pro Companies of Ocala, October the 21st at the Florida Horse Park. Enjoy the parade of horse breeds, take a free hay ride, and learn horse sports by competing from the safety of a stick horse. Win ribbons and prizes in barrel racing, show jumping, calf roping, racing, polo, plus food trucks and a vendor village. Don't forget to horse around with us on October the 21st, 10 to 4 p.m. at the Florida Horse Park. Free admission for all ages. This event is part of the CEP's Equine Initiative presented by Piranha. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's Equine Studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Louisa Barton here for the Horse Talk Show and Equus Television chatting to Dr. Alberto Roland and we are at the Equine Performance and Innovative Center. The perfect place to rehab and condition your horse, whether it's for a rest in the summertime while you're away or hopefully you don't have a problem, but if you do, this is a great place to address it. Dr. Roland, I want to talk about a subject not well, it's related to the horses, of course, but not directly to a service here, but to a new podcast that you've recently started yes. called Astride Above. Yes. I love the name. Share with us a little bit about why you're doing that and, and what people can learn and find out about you from there. Oh, that was lovely. First, the name came from Amanda. Amanda, it's she's not brilliant. She she's not just a pretty face. No, she's just, she's just amazing. Um, so what we decided to do is we have found out, first we saw a need for information. We saw that the equine community loves information and a high percentage of the problems that we see are because of lack of information on the right. horse trainer, owner, or professional. So that, that was the first thing that we identified. Then the second thing that we identify is that horse people love to learn. It's like this uh, is true. Horse people are a sponge for information. And I feel that sometimes I can talk to a client the whole day, just to one client, just teaching and they just listen and learn and I, I love that. So we say, okay, how, how are we going to can reach? I, can I interrupt you just to say something? Yeah. I think my number one complaint that I hear from people about veterinarians, and, and I don't think it's a veterinarian's fault, I think it's because they're so busy and there's so many horses, they're trying to get to the next appointment and to help the next horse, especially if it's an emergency situation, a lot of times we can't get that information. And I think the mistake we make then is we go to Dr. Google, and sometimes it's not necessarily an accurate source. So I can't think of anything better than hearing it right from the horse's mouth. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yes, 100%. 100% agree. And we're going to solve that problem. We have already a web page with a wealth of information. Uh, we have, well, we have multiple web pages with a wealth of information. Mm -hmm. And then now we came up with the idea of a podcast, which is on a weekly basis, sometimes every 10 days, depending how busy we are. Mm -hmm. We go in and we choose a topic, whether it is a rehabilitation topic, a lameness topic, and, or a business topic, because we believe that the equine industry has great potential for business. It does. And you hear so many people, not too long ago, actually two days ago, a girl came in and said, I wanted to be a vet, 
But my vet told me that I shouldn't. It's not worth it. I said, what? What? That's ridiculous. <laughs> Come here with us. So to help all of those concerned, we started to make a podcast. And we bring experts in the topic, experts on regenerative medicine, on new products. There's a lot of new products out there that people might not know exist. We're bringing those people first. Um, we are bringing, we are interviewing our own staff. Hey, what is it to be on the equine industry? How, what do you like about it? What do you hate about it? You've given it? me an idea. Right? <laughs> so I want them to, I want the whole equine community to see what are the possibilities in the industry itself. And as a matter of fact, we are taking it to a next level up. We are working on some national partnerships where we're going to bring all this information, all these services to a whole new level. Nothing's like coming up. You know, I always have something. Right, right? You You've always got something up your sleeve. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so hopefully within the next year or so, you'll see where we're going with this um, because it's getting great acceptance by clients, trainers, owners, horses, students. So it's, it's pretty good, pretty exciting. That's wonderful. Yeah. So you're going to talk about all sorts of different topics. Yes, we're going to talk about all sorts of different topics. Um, different experts. In the equine industry. Mm -hmm. Mostly, actually, with the only vision of helping the horse, right? Because sometimes we forget, maybe I used to, maybe it was just me, that the industry is so big and to help a horse, there's such a big team. You need your, not you need your trainer, you need the owner, you need the feed, you need the hay, you need the grooms, you need the uh, administration aspect of it, you need it's the farrier, mm -hmm. you need, there's so much going on to make this professional athlete perform, or even if it's your pet, or even if it's going, a horse going to a, to a race that doesn't matter what race it is, whether it's a Kentucky Derby or a claiming race, whether it's a Grand Prix show or, or a Bachelor show, it takes a big effort to take that horse to the level of competition that the that's owner true. and the trainer wants it to be. So that's why we put all of those, anyone that influences that athlete is going to be um, part of our podcast. That's wonderful, that's amazing. So a stride above, you can go online and find it, and you can watch the episodes. I've watched several already. It's absolutely phenomenal. Lots of information. You never need to be without what you need for lack of knowledge when you have Dr. Alberto Rilan and his team here at the Equine Performance and Innovative Center. Thank you, Dr. Rilan. Thank you very much. A stride above. Don't forget it. Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show. Thank you for joining us this week for the Horse Talk Show, and uh, we certainly hope you enjoyed it. And Dr. Rulan uh, from Epic, who's always so informative, uh, Dr. Brummond, who did such a great job talking about uh, chiropractic for dogs, and of course, Dr. Kayot uh, and Aaron Vale. So we hope you enjoyed it, and uh, we're sorry that we weren't in the studio with you live this week, but we'll be back next week. So. Whether you're in Ocala, Marion County, the horse capital of the world or not, happy horsing around until the same time next week. And don't forget to put the Hobby Horse Equestrian Games presented by AgPro on your calendar for October 21st. You don't want to miss the best in equine edutainment.